الحمد لله الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونؤمن به ونتوكل عليه ونعوذ بالله من شرور انفسنا ومن سيئات اعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يضلل فلا هادي له ونشهد ان لا اله الا الله وحده لا شريك له ونشهد ان سيدنا ونبينا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومطاعنا محمدا عبده ورسوله اما بعد فقد قال الله تعالى في القران المجيد والفرقان الحميد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم لقد من الله على المؤمنين اذ بعث فيهم رسولا من انفسهم يتلو عليهم اياته ويزكيهم ويعلمهم الكتاب والحكمه وان كانوا من قبل لفي ضلال مبين صدق الله العظيم وقال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم كل امتي يدخلون الجنه الا من ابى قيل ومن يابى يا رسول الله قال من اطاعني دخل الجنه ومن عصاني فقد ابى او كما قال النبي صلى الله عليه وسلم respected ulama ikram elders beloved brothers in islam there is no measuring tape there is no yardstick there is no mathematical scientific formula or calculation that any one of us can utilize that will do even an iota of justice to enumerating counting contemplating acknowledging the manifest bounties and favors of allah subhanahu wa ta'ala upon us wa sakkhara lakum ash-shamsa wal qamara da'ibain وسخر لكم الليل والنهار واتاكم من كل ما سالتموه وان تعدوا نعمه الله لا تحصوها ان الانسان لظلوم كفار many many places in the quran allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enumerates his bounties his favors his ihsanat upon us one adequate example hal ata ala al-insan hinum min ad-dahr lam yakun shay'an madhkura what price tag can you and i put on this wujud this body where did we emanate from alam yakun nutfatan min maniqi yumna qutila al-insanu ma akfara min ayyi shay'in khalaqa min nutfa what at one time was one drop of sperm one cell the size of the cell take a centimeter divided into 100 million parts in three layers of darkness fi butuni ummahatikum in the womb of your mothers man ausala ilayka alghidha wa anta janinun fi batni ummik stage upon stage upon stage of development wa laqad khalaqna alinsana min sulalatin min teen thumma ja'alnahu nutfatan fi qararin makin thumma khalaqna an-nutfata alaqa فَخَلَقْنَا الْعَلَقَةَ مُضْغَةً فَخَلَقْنَا الْمُضْغَةَ عِظَامًا فَكَسَوْنَا الْعِظَامَ لَحْمًا ثُمَّ أَنشَأْنَاهُ خَلْقًا آخَرَ فَتَبَارَكَ اللَّهُ أَحْسَنُ الْخَالِقِينَ what at one time was a drop of sperm then a clot of blood then a lump of flesh stage upon stage upon stage of creation that currently 
in the scientific environment or world in which we live in, millions if not billions, if not trillions of dollars have been spent. Centuries and centuries and centuries of research. And yet, they also acknowledge that this human body, they have only understood about 13% of it. 100 trillion cells combined. The genome sequence of this human being, leave 100 trillion cells. Just one cell inside the DNA of that cell. Inside that cell is the DNA. One million the size of that cell. That DNA is made up of three and a half billion nucleotides. Three and a half billion characteristics. Just to write down those characteristics that are contained in this one cell, you'll need 500 encyclopedias, each one 900 pages long. To such an extent that they say that the wisdom contained in one cell of the body of a human being is more than the combined knowledge of the entire human race. هَلْ أَتَى عَلَى الْإِنسَانِ حِينٌ مِّنَ الدَّهْرِ لَمْ يَكُنْ شَيْئًا مَذْكُورًا This is one cell. You are a composition of 100 trillion cells and khalika kainat. Allah poses the question to you in the Quran that, O oh human being, did they not pass upon you a period of time? Lam yakun shay'am madhkura. You were nothing. No one spoke about you. You were a non-entity. You didn't exist. Inna khalaqna insana min nutfatin amshaj. We created you. Elsewhere in the Quran, alam taro anna allaha sakhkhara lakum ma fi samawati wa ma fi al-ardi wa asbagha alaykum ni'amahu zahiratan wa batina. Allah says, will you not see, will you not acknowledge, will you not realize, will you not contemplate, will you not accept the manner in which Allah has placed into your service everything in the heavens, everything in the earth. And Allah says, like rain droplets, my ni'mats and my bounties are raining down upon you. The circulatory system of this human being, this human body, the circulatory system is more than 90,000 kilometers long. More than three times the circumference of the entire earth is the circulatory system of one human being. This blood that is flowing through this, three to five thousand journeys every day. The pump, the size of a fist, is pumping more than 65,000 liters a day. This three or five liters of blood in your body is composed of 24 trillion blood cells. Every second the blood cells die, seven million blood cells are replaced. What price tag? We can go on. The human anatomy, Quran invites you. Allah invites you. Allah reminds you. Wafi anfusikum afala tubsirun. Will you not ponder? Will you not reflect? Will you not acknowledge? Will you not realize? أَسْبَغَ عَلَيْكُمْ نِعَمَهُ ظَاهِرَةً وَبَعْتِنَا Allah says, بَارِشْ كِتَرَى Like rain droplets, my ni'mat and my bounties are descending upon you. ظَاهِرَةً وَبَعْتِنَا Some you are aware of, some you are unaware of. Interspersed throughout Quran. The verses I recited in the beginning. سَخَّرَ لَكُمُ الشَّمْسَ وَالْقَمَرَ دَائِبَيْنِ سَخَّرَ لَكُمُ اللَّيْلَ وَالنَّهَارِ Allah says, the sun, the moon, the stars, the day, the night. All this, a beautiful, perfect system has been placed, put into place. Tasheer has taken place. Allah says, we have locked all this 
for the service of insan. وَآتَاكُمْ مِنْ كُلِّ مَا سَأَلْتُمُوا Allah says, we gave you everything that you asked for. What you desired, beyond your desire we gave you. وَإِن تَعُدُّوا نِعْمَةَ اللَّهِ لَا تُحْسُوهَا If you have to start counting and enumerating my bounties and favors upon you, Allah says, you will never do justice to this. The reality, إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ لَظَلُومٌ كَفَّارٌ You are very oppressive and you are very, very ungrateful for the ni'mats and the bounties of Allah. Interspersed throughout Quran, Allah makes mention upon ni'mat, ni'mat, upon ni'mat, upon ni'mat, bounty, upon bounty, upon bounty, relevant to this occasion that we have gathered. There is one verse in the Quran. Those who understand Arabic, mashallah. Those who don't, even they, if you ponder a little bit, will understand. The entire mode of expression of this verse changes where Allah says, Laqad. Lam in Arabic is what we call emphasis, ta'kid, lam. And then qad, hatore kitara, like a hammer. Qad, laqad, definitely, without a doubt. Mannallah. Mannallah. Allah made ihsan upon you. Without a doubt, Allah is... What is this? That Allah, who in hundreds of verses in the Quran, is telling you, I gave you this, and I gave you this, and I gave you this. I put the heavens into your service. I put the earth into your service. I put the crops into your service. The milk from the cow is for your service. The honey from the bee is for your service. I put the fish of the ocean in your service. I created the sun, the moon, the stars. I created you so many verses. Allah says, I did this for you, and I did this for you, and I did this for you, and I did this for you. But nowhere in referring to any of these things, does Allah present it like this. لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهِ Without a doubt, it was my special ihsan, my special favor. In other words, like sometimes when you mention a lot of things, and the brain is such that it can't retain many things. So what does the astute teacher or professor do? He said, listen, buy sab kuch bulja. Forget everything else I said. Forget everything else I said, but don't forget this one thing. In other words, not literally forget. Not literally forget. But if you don't consider everything else, don't make the mistake of forgetting this one thing. This is what it means. And this is laqad manna Allah. That Allah who gave you everything, says I made ihsan upon you. In other words, of all my ihsan, this one favor, never forget it. This one favor that I'm about to tell you about, Allah is saying, don't forget this one favor. What favor? What it should have been, logically. Allah says, I made ihsan upon you when I created you. I made ihsan upon you when you were nothing and I brought you into existence. I made ihsan upon you when I created the capacity in something which is 100 million times it's the uh, 100 million parts of a centimeter and you came into existence from that. I made ihsan upon you. I made ihsan upon you when I gave, a, gave you a mother who loves you, a father who loves you. I made ihsan upon you when I gave you health, when I gave you wealth, when I gave you property, when I gave you life, when I gave you children, when I gave you happiness. It should have been any one of these things. Yet, Allah leaves all that. And Allah says, لَقَدْ مَنَّ اللَّهِ It was my special ihsan upon you. إِذْ بَعَثَ فِيهِمْ 
Rasulam min anfusihim when I sent Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam to you. In other words, this ni'mat, this bounty, Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is not a rabiul awwal question. It's not 12 days of the year. It's not a few jalsas or gatherings. It's not one or two nazams or nats. And then the life carries on the way it was carrying on before. No. Allah says of all my ihsanat, from the second you were born till the second you die, don't ever forget this ihsan. This bounty, this favor that Muhammadur Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was sent amongst you. إِذْ بَعْثَ فِيهِمْ رَسُولًا مِنْ أَنفُسِهِمْ As I mentioned, it's not a Rabiul Awal question. In fact, only Zuhur, Allah revealed. Allah revealed His Nabi in this month. His Nubuwat was not in this month. Abu Huraira radiallahu ta'ala anhu one day poses the question, Mata wajabat lakan nubuwa ya Rasulullah? O Nabi of Allah, when did Allah make you His Nabi? When did Allah make you His Nabi? Technically, or the expected response according to the calendar, if you do a calculation, I was 40 years, 6 months, 10 days of age. It was a Monday night. It was the 21st of Ramadan according to the riwayat of Tirmizi Sharif. I was in Ghare Hira, the cave of Hira. Jibreel came down with the first five verses of Surah Alaq and Allah made me his Nabi. This is what we would have expected the response to be and what Abu Huraira radiallahu anhu also was expecting. But what was the actual response? Kuntu Nabiyan, Kuntu Nabiyan, wa inna Adama munjadilum bainal ma'i wa teen. Adam salam's mold had not yet been formed and already I was the Nabi of Allah. Adam salam's mold had not yet been formed. Qazi Ayaz, in his Shifa, he mentions one riwayat, the narrator is Kaab Akbar. Qara Allah Ta'ala Surah Yaseen, qabla an yakhluq as-samawati wal-ard bi-alf aam. He says, Allah recited Surah Yaseen 1000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. Allah recited Surah Yaseen 1000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth. Isbahani's riwayat, Inna li, inda Allahi, asharata asma, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said, My Rabb gave me 10 names. My Rabb gave me 10 names. Ulama say, Kasrate asma, Kasrate muhabbat par dalalat karti hai. Excessive number of names indicates excessive love. A mother does not make iktifa. She doesn't suffice on one name. Mera lal, mera jigar, mera chan, mera dil ka tukra. How many names? Because of excessive love, she does not suffice on one name. Quran, Hadith, kutub sabiqa the books that were revealed in the past, ulama have mentioned... 525 names in the shan of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 525 names. This riwayat of Isfahani, Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, My Rabb gave me 10 names. Ana Muhammad, 
واحمد وماحي وخاشر وعاقب وفاتح وطه وابو القاسم وياسين وفاتح وقاتم وطه وابو القاسم وياسين 10 names of those 10 names he says one name was yasin allah recited surah yasin 1000 years before the creation of the heavens and the earth how old are the heavens and the earth how old is this creation awalam yaral ladina kafaru anna as-samawati wal ardh kanata ratqan fafataqnahuma waj'alna min al-ma'i kulli shay'in hayy there was a period it was only allah allah created the heavens and the earth when when scientists estimate 13 to 14 billion years ago 13 to 14 billion years ago they say the creation of the heavens and the earth occurred obviously they don't say creation some accident or whatever it is the heavens and the earth came into existence according to scientists true or untrue allah knows best hypothetically for argument's sake we accept this postulation that it was 14 billion years 1000 years before this Allah recited surah yasin what is surah yasin yasin wal quranil hakim innaka laminal mursalin innaka innaka verily you kaf kaf in the arabic language is used for something that exists innaka Allah says by the qasam of the quran hakim you are my nabi When did Allah create Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam? When did his nubuwwat start? When did his nubuwwat start? Allah knows best. But according to this riwayat of Abu Huraira, kuntu nabiyan wa inna Adam munjadilun bain al-ma'i wat-tin. Adam alayhi salam's mold had not yet been formed and already I was the nabi of Allah. Zuhur took place in Rabiul Awwal. Allah revealed his nabi in this month. Yeah also ulama say why not ramadan why not the ashur hurum why not the other sacred months why not rajab why not muharram why not zul qada why not zul hijjah what we call the sacred months in aidat ash-shuhur inna allah ithna ashara shahran fi kitabillah yawma khalaqa as-samawati wal ard minha arba'atun hurum allah says there are four sacred months rajab zul qada zul hijjah muharram None of these months not Ramadan also why why Rabiul Awwal Allahu Akbar muarrikhin ulama say he did not need a sacred month his existence gave sacredity to the month this word rabi' in arabic means what spring what does spring denote after the harshness after the ravages after the darkness after the difficulties after the storms after the rigidity of winter rabi' the spring comes with it comes rejuvenation reenlivenment with it comes the promise of warmth the promise of rain water the promise of life the promise of rejuvenation after the darkness of kufr zulmat what had mankind done mankind had been steeped to such level of darkness that somewhere a piece of stone was being worshiped nauzubillah as allah 
somewhere someone ascribed a son to Allah, someone ascribed a father to Allah, someone made the malaika the daughters of Allah. To such an extent, the very understanding and perception of who is Allah had been distorted and distorted and distorted so that the entire hearts of mankind were covered in zulmat and darkness. Rabi'ah, the spring Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam had come. The time also, ulama say the time also was not accidental. Born Subasadik, born daybreak, 22nd of April, 571, according to the Christian calendar. Islamic calendar hadn't started. But it was Amul Field, the year when Abraha tried to attack Kaabatullah, six months after that. 22nd of April, it was a Monday. A Monday at Subasadik, 22nd of April in Makkah Mukarramah, dawn takes place at 4.20 or 4.21 in the morning. They say also this choice of time also carries significance. Daybreak signifies what? The darkness of the night is over, the light of day is coming. Our mother Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha puts it like this, Lana shamsun, lana shamsun. وَلِلْآفَاقِ شَمْسِ وَشَمْسُنَا خَيْرٌ مِّنْ شَمْسِ السَّمَاءِ لِأَنَّ شَمْسَ السَّمَاءِ تَطْلُعُ بَعْدَ فَجْرٍ وَشَمْسُنَا تَطْلُعُ بَعْدَ عِشَائِ She says, we have one sun and the horizon has one sun. Our sun is better than the sun of the horizon. Why? Because the sun of the horizon rises when after daybreak it's already light. If it didn't rise it would make no difference. Our son, the hearts of humanity were dead. The hearts of humanity were steeped in darkness. Our son rose and lit up the hearts of the entire humanity. Afalat shumusul awwaleen wa shamsuna abadan ala ufuqil ula la taghrubu. Like the poet says, the sons, the sources of light of the nations of the past have set our son, our source of light. Our Hadi, our Mubashir, our Nadir, our Da'il Allah, our Siraj, our Munir, our Mustafa, our Mujtaba, our Nurul Huda, our Awalul, our Sayyidul Awaleen, our Khatim, our Akhirin, our Khatamul Ambiyai, our Mursaleen, our Muzzamil, our Muddathir, our Hadi, our Bashir, our Nadir, our Da'il Allah, our Ahmad, our Muhammad, our Mahi, our Hashir, our Aqib, our Fatih, our Taha, our Abu Al-Qasim, our Yasin, our Zainaman Wafa Yawm Al-Qiyamah, our Nabiul Malahim, our Nabiul Marhama, Muhammadur Rasulullah, Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, the physical sun will set, this Kainat will be destroyed. Qiyamah will come. Shamsuna abadan ala ufuqil ula la taghrubu. Once his sun has risen, this sun will never set. Such a Nabi, such a Nabi, this Ummat was given. Throughout the ages, throughout the ages, throughout the ages, Nabi upon Nabi was sent. Every Nabi. Every Nabi told his Ummat of the coming of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah sent him with such a shan of nubuwat. 
When Allah in Quran speaks of the previous Anbiya, لِكُلِّ قَوْمٍ هَادٍ وَإِن مِّنْ أُمَّةٍ إِلَّا خَلَا فِيهَا نَذِيرٍ وَلِكُلِّ أُمَّةٍ رَسُولٍ وَإِلَى عَادٍ أَخَاهُمْ هُودًا فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ وَإِلَى ثَمُودَ أَخَاهُمْ صَالِحًا فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ وَإِلَى مَدْيَنَ أَخَاهُمْ شُعَيْبًا فَقَالَ يَا قَوْمِ Look at this what is Quran saying If for the previous anbiya every ummat one rasul every ummat one nabi Aad one Nabi, Thamud one Nabi, Shu'ayb, Qawm Madian one Nabi, Saba one Nabi. Previous Anbiya came with Shan of Nubuwat but restricted. Restricted to that Nabi, restricted to one period. Till finally the moment of the coming of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Then the entire, entire mode of expression of Quran changes. Qul ya ayyuhan nas. إِنِّي رَسُولُ اللَّهِ إِلَيْكُمْ جَمِيعًا تَبَارَكَ الَّذِي نَزَّلَ الْفُرْقَانَ عَلَىٰ عَبْدِهِ لِيَكُونَ لِلْعَالَمِينَ نَذِيرًا Blessed is that being who revealed the Furqan, the Qur'an, upon his slave Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam لِيَكُونَ لِلْعَالَمِينَ نَذِيرًا So that he will become a Nabi for the entire alam. Alam al-insan, not only insan, عالم الجنات وإذ صرفنا إليك نفر من الجن يستمعون القرآن قل أوحي إلي أنه استمع نفر من الجن الله made him نبي of إنسان الله made him نبي of جنات Allah made him Nabi. Ali radiallahu ta'ala says, I walked with Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Mastaqbalahu hajar, wala shajar, wala madar, illa qala as-salatu wa salamu alayka, ya Rasulullah. He says, I didn't pass a tree, I didn't pass a stone, I didn't pass a sand heap, except that it would address him, as-salatu wa salamu alayka, ya Rasulullah. Allah made him Nabi of the animals. Allah made him Nabi of the birds. More ajeeb than that. Ana Nabiul Anbiya. Allah made him Nabi of even the Anbiya alayhi salam. Seven years of age, six or seven years. He goes on a journey with Abu Talib towards Sham, towards Syria. Cutting the incident short. On the way, Buhaira Rahib, an ascetic, comes to know that there is something unique about this kafla. Who's your leader? They say Abu Talib. He sends a message. I'm inviting your caravan for meals. The whole town is shocked. Buhaira was never seen for decades. How come he's inviting you people? What's so special about you? So what they do, they leave the little six or seven year old boy Muhammad to look after the camels. They present themselves around the Soma'a, the worship place of Buhaira, which was located in a tree. They surround the tree. Buhaira comes out, starts looking around. Are all the members of your caravan here? They say, yes, but there is one small boy. We left him behind. He said, you fools, it is because of that youngster that I invited you. Send for the youngster. They send for the youngster. Allah's Rasul comes. As he comes, desert climate, there is no shade. Shade is premium. It's almost the middle of the day. Whatever little shade was taken, was there was already taken. As this young child approaches, the clouds start moving. They move so that they can shade and cover the body of this child. Every one of them sees this. Buhaira also sees this. He says, do you see what happened? 
Do you see what happened? There was not a tree, not a stone that this child passed except that it made sajda to him and greeted him. Allah made him Nabi of Anbiya. Allah made him Nabi of the tree. Allah made him Nabi of the birds. Allah made him Nabi of the insects. Then Bukhira goes on. He questions them. Tell me, who is this child? Who is this child? Abu Talib says, he is my son. Bukhira says, you are a liar. The script, my scriptures have informed me that the father of this child passed away before his birth. You cannot be his father. Abu Talib says, yes. He is not my son, the son of my brother who is deceased, but I love him more than my own children. Bukhira sends for the youngster, brings him closer. Look, then he asks, he sees red lines in the whiteness of the pupils of the eyes of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam, seven years of age. And he asks them, he asks Abu Talib, are these lines there because of the tiredness of the journey or are they there all the time? Abu Talib says they are there all the time. When Buhaira hears this, he grabs hold of the little boy, lifts the kurta up, turns him around. Turns him around and he sees the seal of Nubuat on the back of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then immediately he addresses Abu Talib and that caravan. He says, this is the last Nabi of Allah that the entire universe was waiting for. I am imploring you, take him back to Makkah because if the Jews come to know about him, they will try to kill him. Such a Nabi, every Nabi of Allah, from Adam alayhi salam, from Adam alayhi salam, throughout the ages, is informing of the coming of Muhammad Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Such a shan he came with. My respected brothers, the fact of the matter. The fact of the matter is that due to time constraints, it is impossible even to scratch the surface of this topic. It is impossible. And unfortunately, I've said this many times before. We have become an ummah of rituals. We are going through the motions. The reality, the haqaiq, what the sabak, what the lesson, what the philosophy is, that unfortunately to a very large extent escapes us. Not just escapes us. We don't want to understand it. We don't want to take it to heart. However, due to time constraints, just a few points, we will, they will deliberate on in detail. So that at least the sabak, the philosophy, the lesson, the haqiqat, the reality, we can take back with us. Alama ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah has written a kitab. It's called Aqsamul Qur'an. Aqsamul Qur'an Ulama amongst us can make mutala. What is Aqsamul Qur'an? The kitab that was written on the qasams On the oaths that Allah takes in the Qur'an Many places in the Qur'an Allah takes qasam and oath Amongst all the qasams in the Qur'an What is the first qasam? Last qasam we know Wal-asr Innal insana lafi khusr Wal-asr by the oath of time, this is the last qasam of the Qur'an. First qasam which the Qur'an takes is in Surah Nisa, where Allah says, فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ ثُمَّ لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتِ وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Allahu Akbar. Of all the qasams, this is the first qasam in the Qur'an. 
If you look at Quran page by page from the beginning, this is the first qasam. Allama ibn al-Qayyim, rahimahullah, in his kitab, Aqsam al-Quran, he says, this is the most beautiful qasam of the Quran. Literally translated, what does it mean? Fala wa rabbik. Fala wa rabbik. Allah is addressing Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Wa rabbik. Allah is addressing the Rabb. Allah is addressing Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Allah says, literal translation, Allah addresses Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam like this. That, O oh my beloved, O oh my beloved, by the qasam of your Rabb. Allah himself is saying this. Allah says to Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, by the qasam of your Rabb. Who is the Rabb of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa Allah himself. Yet literally this is the translation. By the qasam of your Rabb. In other words, as if your Rabb is someone else. The one taking the qasam is someone else. The one on whom the qasam is being taken is someone As if. This, according to the rules of eloquence of the Arabic language, this mode of expression is used when muhabbat and love reaches its intiha. When it reaches its absolute height. When muhabbat and love reaches its absolute height, then the one taking the qasam, it is as if he separates himself into two entities. One side he takes the qasam, on the other side is the other entity himself. Allah says, by the qasam of the Rabb of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whether they live in Africa, whether they live in Australia, whether they live in Asia, whether they live in China, whether it is the camel age, whether it is the space age, whether it is the rocket age, whether they walk on the earth or walk on the moon or space travel starts and they start walking on Mars and Jupiter. Whoever, wherever, whenever, by the qasam of your Rabb, by Allah's qasam, by my qasam, Allah says, they will never get Iman, they will never get Jannat, they will never get my pleasure, they will never get my closest, closeness, they will never succeed in dunya, qabr and akhirat, until they do not mold yourself, themselves in the mold of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa By my qasam Allah says, la yuminun, their Iman will never be accepted, Jannat haram. My pleasure haram, my maghfirat haram, my closeness haram, goodness of this world and akhirat haram, whoever, wherever, whenever, la yuminun, hatta yuhakkimuka fima shajara baynahum, until in every affair they do not color themselves with the color of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, and it does not stop there. It does not stop there. Allah says, thumma la yajidu fi anfusihim harajam mimma qadayt. وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا From their hearts, from their hearts they have to believe with absolute conviction that without a doubt there is no better way, there is nothing superior than the way of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. لَا يَجِدُوا فِي أَنفُسِهِمْ حَرَجًا مِمَّا قَضَيْتِ And then it doesn't stop there also. Allah says, وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا وَيُسَلِّمُوا تَسْلِيمًا Dil, Dimaq, Jaan, life, blood, every, with the entire essence, they hand themselves over to you, my Nabi, till that time, La yu'minun, the Iman will never be accepted. 
Of all the qasams in the Qur'an, this is the first qasam of the Qur'an. And this is the most beautiful qasam of the Qur'an. Qur'an, Qur'an, more than 6,000 verses. Qur'an is bakhrul la sahila lahu. It's a limitless ocean. We cannot even scratch the surface of the Qur'an. Yet there are certain verses... Certain verses in the Qur'an where the nichor, where the essence is given to us. In layman's terms, understand it, shortcut. All of us are looking for shortcut. Minimum expenditure, minimum effort, maximum return. One such example is this verse where Allah says, لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي رَسُولِ اللَّهِ أُسْوَةٌ حَسَنًا لِمَنْ كَانَ يَرْجُ اللَّهَ وَالْيَوْمَ الْآخِرِ وَذَكَرَ اللَّهَ كَثِيرًا Again, لَا قَدْ لَا قَدْ Definitely, without a doubt كَانَ What is كَانَ? Ask the ulama. كَانَ مِنْ يَفِسْلَ هُوَتْشُكَ It's not a debate, not open to debate. هو gaya. It's been decided already. لَا قَدْ كَانَ For who? For who has it been decided? لَكُمْ For you. You, the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah says it has already been decided. لَقَدْ كَانَ لَكُمْ فِي Allahu Akbar. Quran is ajeeb. فِي What is فِي? Sometimes you find a person, he's got the towel around his shoulder. He's standing in front of the ocean or in front of the swimming pool and he's shivering. Water is cold also. It's a cold day, he's shivering and standing there. Till he doesn't jump in, till he doesn't jump in, he'll stand till Qiyam and nothing's going to happen. He's got to submerge himself first. He's got to throw himself in first, then only he'll progress. Otherwise, no progress. This is fee. This is fee. What is Quran telling us? Submerge yourself in what? Submerge yourself. Close your eyes, close your ears, close your mind. Put the towel around yourself. Forget everything and throw yourself into what? Fi Rasulillah. Fi Rasulillah. Throw yourself into Muhammadur Rasulullah. Sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Your logic in the back, what you see in the back, what you hear in the back, what the whole world is telling you in the back, what the media is telling you back, say no to everything. Laqad, without a doubt, kana, fesla ho chuka. Iske alawa koi rasta nahi hai. It's been decided there's no other way. Fi, submerge yourself. Rasulillah, uswatun hasana. Then you will find beauty. Then you will find perfection. Then you will find closeness. Then you will find Allah. Quran could have said uswatun kamila. For you in the Rasul of Allah, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa is the most kamil, perfect, perfect example. Quran could have said perfect. And logically there would have been no problem with this. Allah's Rasul sallallahu was kamil, akmal, awwal, athar, azka. He was perfection. He was the height. He was the epitome. Every aspect. Shariat reached perfection upon him. Al-yawma akmaltu lakum deenakum wa atmamtu alaykum ni'mati wa raditu lakum al-islam deena. Allah's Rasul said, Deen 
اکمل تلکم دینکم کمال دین ٹک پلیس آن محمد صلی اللہ علیہ وسلم نبوت ریچ کمال آلسو اپن ہم ہی سید مثلی و مثل الانبیاء من قبلی مائی اگزامپل اند انبیاء بیفو می was the example of a house which was being built throughout the ages the house was semi-completed there was one corner of it uncomplete then what did he say ana labinatul akhira wa ana akhirun nabiyyin i am the culmination i am the completion i am the epitome i am the perfection of the home of nubuwwat la nabiyya ba'di wa la ummata ba'da ummati no nabi to come after me deen reached kamal on him nubuwwat reached kamal on him bu'istu li utammima makarim al-akhlaq akhlaq and character reached kamal he was kamal he was awwal he was azka he was perfection yet allah doesn't say uswatun kamila Allah says uswatun hasana hasin is what beauty hasin is beauty hasin is beauty our mother aisha radiyallahu ta'ala na said sawahibu yusuf the women of the time of yusuf alayhi salam they saw the beauty of yusuf alayhi salam they could not control themselves falamma ra'aynahu akbarnahu wa qatta'na aydiyahun wa qulna hasha lillahi ma hadha bashara in hadha illa malakun kareem they couldn't control themselves they cut their hands because they were mesmerized by the beauty of yusuf alayhi salam allah placed a parda a veil over muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam if allah had to reveal the beauty of my nabi aisha takes qasam and says they would have cut their hearts as a result of the beauty of rasulullah such beauty such perfection like i said time is limited throughout the ages anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam informed of the coming of rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam one such riwayat in detail we will discuss abu nuaim mentions this riwayat in his hilya oh allah taala ila nabiyyin min anbiya'i bani israil yuqalu lahu sha'ya alayhi salam Allah send wahi to one of the anbiya alayhi salatu wassalam of the bani israil his name was sha'ya allah addressed him qum fa inni sa'utliqu lisanaka biwahyin allah addressed sha'ya alayhi salam stand up soon wahi revelation is coming upon you shafaqam sha'ya alayhi salam stands up ya sama isma'i وَيَا أَرْضَ أَنْسِتِي إِنَّ اللَّهَ يُرِيدُ أَنْ يُدَبِّرَ أَمْرًا وَيَقْضِيَ شَأْنًا هُوَ مُنَفِّذُهُ وَيُرِيدُ أَنْ يُحَوِّلَ الرِّيفَ إِلَى الْفَلَاحِ وَالْآجَامَ فِي الْغَيْطَانِ وَالْأَنْهَارَ فِي الصَّحَرَاءِ وَالنِّعْمَةَ فِي الْفُقَرَاءِ وَالْمُلْكَ فِي الرُّعَاءِ وَيُرِيدُ أَنْ يَبْعَثَ أميا من الأميين ليس بفض ولا غليظ ولا سخاب في الأسواق لو يمر إلى جنب السراج لم يطفئه من سكينته ولو يمشي على القصب اليابس لم يسمع من تحت قدميه أبعثه مبشرا ونذيرا first part of the riwayat Unfortunately the terminology used in this riwayat to do justice in English is impossible 
And as I mentioned, we're not going to go into the details, just one or two salient aspects. Shai stands up, alayhi salam, oh the sky listen, oh the earth become silent. Allah has decided a decree which must come to pass. Allah is informing you, Allah has decided that the deserts will become gardens. Allah has decided that waters will flow in the Arab lands. Allah has decided to make the poor of the Arab world rich. Allah has decided to turn the world towards the Middle East. Allah has decided to send a Nabi Ummi, an unlettered prophet. Then he goes on to describe, to describe him. What is the description? Laysa bifadhin, wala ghalidhin, wala sakhabin fil aswaq. Allah is telling Shai alayhi salam several thousand years before the coming of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam I am going to send a Nabi as a result of his coming the entire Arab lands will become gardens as a result of his coming the, ne- the desert will be filled with bounties as a result of his coming the poor will become rich what are the qualities of my Nabi laysa bifadhin Wala ghalidin, wala sakhabin fil aswaq. I am going to send a Nabi whose tongue, whose tongue will never hurt anyone. Whose character will be soft. Who will be soft natured. Ab'athuhu mubashiran wa nadira. I will send him as a giver of glad tidings, as a warning. La yakulul khina. La yakulul khina. Very often I say this, my respected brothers. Like I said earlier, sometimes the professor or a school teacher says, Sab kuch bhul jau, ye ek baat na bhul jau. Forget everything, but don't forget this one thing. If we learn nothing else in Rabi Ul-Awwal, learn this. If we learn nothing else in Rabi Ul-Awwal, currently, in our, especially in our current situation, learn this one quality of Rasulullah wasallam. Several thousand years before he could come, Allah is saying to Shai alayhi salam, I'm going to send a Nabi. La yaqulul khina. My Nabi will be such that in his entire life he will never utter a single word that will hurt the feelings of anyone. He will never break the heart of anyone. He will never attack the dignity and honor of anyone. La yaqulul khina. Aftahu bihi a'yunan umya. وَآذَانًا صُمَّا وَقُلُوبًا غُلْفًا وَأُسَدِّدُهُ لِكُلِّ أَمْرٍ جَمِيلٍ وَأَهَبُ لَهُ كُلَّ خُلُقٍ كَرِيمٍ Allah says, as a result of this Nabi, I will open the eyes of the blind, open the hearing of the deaf, open the hearts of those hearts that had been closed off. I will guide my Nabi to every correct affair. وَأَهَبُ لَهُ كُلَّ خُلُقٍ كَرِيمٍ and I will grant him the height and the pinnacle of akhlaq and character. أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ لِبَاسَهُ وَالْبِرَّ شِعَارَهُ وَالتَّقْوَى ضَمِيرَهُ وَالْحِكْمَةَ مَنْطِقَهُ وَالصِّدْقَ وَالْوَفَاءَ طَبِيعَتَهُ وَالْعَفْوَ وَالْمَعْرُوفَ خُلُقَهُ وَالْحَقَّ شَرِيعَتَهُ وَالْعَدْلَ سِيرَتَهُ وَالْهَدْيَ إِمَامَهُ وَالْإِسْلَامَ مِلَّتَهُ وَأَحْمَدَ إِسْمَهُ الله أكبر Impossible to translate this. أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ One translation of Sakina ulama give is tawazu. 
They say humility. Allah says, I will clothe my Nabi with the clothes of humility. What humility? لَوْ يَمُرْ إِلَىٰ جَنْبِ السِّرَاجِ لَمْ يُتْفِئْهُ مِنْ سَكِينَتِهِ When my Nabi passes by a lantern, his foot on this earth will be placed so softly that his movement will not put out the light of that lantern. وَلَوْ يَمْشِي عَلَى الْقَصَبِ الْيَابِسِ لَمْ يُسْمَعْ مِنْ تَحْتِ قَدَمَيْهِ And my Nabi's step on this earth will be so soft with such humility that if he had to walk on dry grass, you will not hear the crackling of the grass underneath his feet. لَا تَمْشِي فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحَا لَا تَمْشِي فِي الْأَرْضِ مَرَحَا What does Quran tell us? Do not walk on this earth with pride. Do not walk on this earth with pride. إِنَّكَ لَن تَخْرِقَ الْأَرْضِ وَلَن تَبْلُغَ الْجِبَالَ تُولَى Allah says, don't stamp your foot on this earth out of arrogance. Because my earth is such that you can stamp as hard as you want. Your leg will break, my earth won't break. إِنَّكَ لَن تَخْرِقَ الْأَرْضِ وَلَن تَبْلُغَ الْجِبَالَ تُولَى And no matter how big you think you've become, Allah says, my mountains will still be taller than you. الْكِبْرِيَاءُ رِدَائِي Kibr belongs only to Allah. Kibr belongs only to Allah. Any human being that will clothe himself with the clothes of arrogance, any human being that will ascribe towards arrogance and pride, Allah protect us. Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam said that Allah makes Jannat, forget Jannat, even the fragrance of Jannat is haram upon that person in whose heart is even one iota of pride. Greater creation than Rasulullah sallallahu is no one. أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ libasahu. I will clothe my Nabi with the clothes of humility. أَجْعَلُ السَّكِينَةَ libasahu. وَالْبِرَّ شِعَارَهُ His shi'ar will be piety. His dhameer, his, his very being will be taqwa. وَالْحِكْمَةَ مَنْتِقَهُ His speech will be wisdom. وَالْعَفْوَ وَالْمَعْرُوفَ خُلُقَهُ Forgiveness, tolerance will be his akhlaq and character. صِدْقَ وَالْوَفَاءَ طَبِيعَتَهُ Satchai, honesty, wafadari. This will be the nature of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَالْحَقَّ شَرِيعَتَهُ His shariat will be haq, will be the truth. وَالْعَدَلَ سِيرَتَهُ His seerah will be justice. وَالْهَدْيَ إِمَامَهُ His guide will be hidayat. وَالْإِسْلَامَ مِلَّتَهُ His millet will be Islam. وَالْأَحْمَدَ إِسْمَهُ And his name will be Ahmad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. أَهْدِي بِهِ بَعْدَ الضَّلَالَةِ وَأُعَلِّمُ بِهِ مِنَ الْجَهَالَةِ وَأَرْفَعُ بِهِ بَعْدَ الْخَمَالَةِ وَأُغْنِي بِهِ بَعْدَ الْعَيْلَةِ وَأُكْثِرُ بِهِ بَعْدَ الْقِلَّةِ وَأُؤَلِّفُ بِهِ بَعْدَ الْفُرْقَةِ وَأَجْمَعُ بِهِ بَيْنَ أُمَمٍ مُتَفَرِّقَةِ وَقُلُوبٍ مُخْتَلِفَةِ وَأَهْوَائٍ مُتَشَتِّتَةٍ وَأَسْتَنْقِذُ بِهِ فِئَامًا مِنَ النَّاسِ عَظِيمًا مِنَ الْهَلَكَةِ الله أكبر أرفع به بعد الجهالة وَأُعَلِّمُ بِهِ مِنَ الْجَهَالَةِ Allah says, أَهْدِي بِهِ بَعْدَ الضَّلَالَةِ Mankind will be in deviation on the hands of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, I will guide them. 
Mankind would have sunk to the depths of despair on the, hand, on the hands of Muhammad I will raise them. Mankind will have become divided and disunited on the hands of Muhammad I will join their hearts. Mankind will have lost their wealth on the hands of Muhammad I will enrich them. And his greatest favor, millions if not billions of humanity will be saved from Jahannam on the hands of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then he doesn't stop there. Allah goes on to tell Shai alayhi salam, وَأَجْعَلُ أُمَّتَهُ خَيْرَ أُمَّةٍ أُخْرِجَتْ لِلنَّاسِ تَأْمُرُونَ بِالْمَعْرُوفِ وَتَنْهُونَ عَنِ الْمُنْكَرِ مُؤْمِنِينَ مُوَحِّدِينَ مُخْلِصِينَ مُصَدِّقِينَ بِمَا جَاءَتْ بِهِ الرُّسُلِ I will make his ummah the best of every ummah. They will enjoin good, forbid evil. They will have perfect iman. They will have perfect tawheed. They will have perfect ikhlas. They will attest to the truth of what the Anbiya alayhimu salatu wassalam have come in the past with. لَهُمْ دَوِيُّ Allah says they will stand in safs they will stand in safs in salah like the malaika makes safs around the arsh of Allah and like the buzzing of bees they will be making the tasbih and the glorification of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alayhim Allah says aj'alu the followers of Muhammad sallallahu they are my friends, they are my helpers, and anyone who will oppose them, Allah says, I will destroy them. Such a Nabi, as I mentioned, my respected brothers, we cannot scratch the surface. In this riwayat, one or two aspects, one or two aspects, fi Rasulillah. Fi Rasulillah, uswatun hasana. Fi Rasulillah, uswatun hasana. Allah, Quran is telling us, drown yourself in the color of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then you will achieve beauty. Then you will achieve perfection. Then you will achieve the closeness of Allah. Fi Rasulillah, hasana. Haseen, ahsan, beauty, perfection. What does Allah speak of? Laysa bi fadhin. وَلَا غَلِيزٍ وَلَا سَخَّابٍ فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ لَا يَقُولُ الْخِنَا Ulama say Narmi Soft naturedness They say soft naturedness This is the balance of Islam You can have a Mercedes Benz or you can have a Rolls Royce also But if the tires, the wheel balancing is gone off Even the Toyota will run better than the Rolls Royce why? Because the wheel balancing is gone off. Today around us, unfortunately, in the name of Islam, shiddat, harshness, intolerance, in the name of Islam has become the order of the day. Thousands of years before Rasulullah could come into existence, before Allah could reveal his Nabi, look at the qualities. What is Allah describing? Laysa bi fadhin. What is fadhin? Ulama says, Zaban me shiddat, harshness of the tongue. Harshness of the tongue. Inna Allah rafiq. Inna Allah rafiq. Yuhibbu rifq. Wa yu'ti ala rifq. Ma la yu'ti ala al-unf. 
Rasulullah said, Allah is soft-natured, Allah is rafiq, and Allah loves soft-naturedness in His creation. Yuhibbul rifq. And what Allah will give you on soft-naturedness, you will not get on anything else. Ya Aisha! Allah's Rasulullah addresses his beloved wife, Aisha, urfuqi! Urfuqi, become soft-natured, don't be harsh! Don't be intolerant! Don't be rigid! Urfuqi, be soft-natured! Ida arad Allahu bi ahli baytin khayran yu'atihi rif. When Allah decides good for any household, when Allah decides good for any household, then Allah introduces soft-naturedness in the personalities of that home. Inna rifqa la yakunu fi shayin qattu illa zanahu. My Nabi said, when soft-naturedness will enter into a person, it will beautify that person. It will beautify that person. وَإِنَّ الْعُنْفَ لَا يَكُونُ فِي شَيْءٍ إِلَّا شَانَهُ And when harshness, intolerance, rigidity enters a person, it creates nothing but ugliness. It creates nothing but distortion in that individual. In fact, ulama have mentioned, لَوْ كَانَ الرِّفْقُ خَلْقًا لَمَا رَأَى النَّاسُ خَلْقًا أَحْسَنَ مِنْهُ They say if Allah had to give soft-naturedness a physical form, if Allah had to give soft-naturedness a physical form, you would never see anything more beautiful than that. More beautiful than the khurs of Jannat will be soft-naturedness. وَلَوْ كَانَ الْعُنْفُ خَلْقًا لَمَا رَأَى النَّاسُ خَلْقًا أَبْغَذَ مِنْهُ and they say harshness, intolerance, rigidity. If it had to be given a physical form, kan kol kar sunlena. Listen with the ears of iman. If rigidity had to be given a physical form, you would never see anything more ugly than it. Allama Ismail, there's one Latifa mentioned about him. Allama Ismail, rahimahullah. He was a great. He did, he did great khidmat. Great scholar, particularly in the field of Arabic linguistic. Months and months on research on one one letter of the Quran. But physically, Allah Shan, he was not easy on the eye. Very often I mention this example about him that one day Allah made it such. He had a very beautiful wife. So one day she was sitting and looking in the mirror, admiring herself, and then she looked at him. Like I said, he was not easy on the eye. Dark skin, not attractive at all. So she looked at the mirror, then she looked at him and she said, You know what, both of us are Jannatis. She says, How did you arrive at that conclusion? So she says, You know what, every time you look at me, you make Allah shukar. Allah is going to give you shukar of Jannat. Jannat of shukar. And every time I look at you, I make sabar. So Allah is going to give me a Jannat of sabar. He mentions one Latifa, he says, One day I went into the market and I saw a beautiful young girl. She was making ishara. Follow me, follow me. She says, I was curious. I'm such, nobody gives me a second glance. This beautiful young woman is saying, follow me. So out of curiosity, what's going on? She says, one street, another street, another galley, another galley, another alley. And eventually, she pointed to the shop of one impressionist. And she ran away. So she says, I approached that person and I said that, you know, what went on here? Why did that girl stop at your shop and then run away? So she says, you know what, yesterday this girl came and told me that I must make an impression of shaitan. 
So I said, how am I going to make a impression of shaitan? I don't know what shaitan looks like. So I said, no, I'll bring one example for you. لَوْ كَانَ الْعُنْفُ خَلْقًا لَمَا رَأَ النَّاسُ خَلْقًا أَبْغَذَ مِنْهُ Ulama say that if harshness, rigidity, had a physical form, there would have been nothing more ugly than it. Nothing more ugly than it. Throughout Qur'an, throughout Qur'an, Allah makes tahdith bin ni'ma. Allah mentions His favors upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. وَالدُّحَا وَاللَّيْلِ إِذَا سَجَى مَا وَدَّعَكَ رَبُّكَ وَمَا قَلَى وَلَلْآخِرَةُ خَيْرٌ لَكَ مِنَ الْأُولَى وَلَسَوْفَ يُعْطِيكَ رَبُّكَ فَتَرْضَى أَلَمْ يَجِدَكَ يَتِيمًا فَآوَى Did we not find you an orphan and give you shelter? وَوَجَدَكَ ضَالًا فَهَدَى We found you untutored and we guided you. وَوَجَدَكَ عَائِلًا فَأَغْنَى We found you destitute and we made you wealthy. Alam nashrah laka sadrak, did we not open your chest for you? Alladhi anqada dhahrak, that was causing your back to become burdened. Wawadana anka wizrak, did we not lift your boards, your difficulty, make your task easy for you? Inna a'tayna kal kawthar, huwa alladhi ayyadaka binasrihi wa bil mu'mineen, wa anzalallahu alayka al kitaba wal hikmata wa allamaka ma lam takun ta'lam, wa kana fadlullahi alayka azima. Many verses. Time is limited. Many verses Allah enumerates the favors upon Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa We gave you this and we gave you this and we gave you this. But there is one ajeeb verse in the Quran. Where Allah ta'ala says, Fabima. Fabima. Sometimes with little children, sometimes you have to illustrate something to make people understand. A little child, you make signs. When you want to show something small, you make like this. When you want to show something large, you stretch your hands out. So big, so big. This is the ma in fabima. Fabima, rahmatim min Allah. Fabima, rahmatim min Allah. There's no other way for us to understand the nuance behind this. Where Allah says, Oh my Nabi, it was a great rahmat of mine. It was a great mercy of mine upon you. Fabima rahmatim min Allah. Here also the fail, the verb is brought after. It should have been lintalahum bi rahmatim min Allah. Ulama will understand. But instead of lintalahum bi rahmatim min Allah, Quran says, Fabima rahmatim min Allah lintalahum. By making the verb muakhar, by delaying it, the meaning is overemphasized. In other words, it was my great mercy upon you. What? Lintalahum. I made you soft-natured. I made you soft-natured. Lintalahum. Towards your sahaba, towards your ummat, I made you soft-natured. Walau kunta fadlan al Allahu Akbar. Allah says, Oh my Nabi, if your speech was harsh and your heart was harsh, if you were rigid, if you did not have soft naturedness, walau kunta fadhan, al qalb, then what does Quran say? With ta'akid, with emphasis. Not latarakuka, no. Laharabuka, no. Allah says, Lan faddu min hawlik with Without a doubt. Infidad is when a person doesn't just run. 
If somebody has to suddenly, if Mawlana has to stand up and make an announcement, listen, a fire has gone off, or there's some emergency, what will happen? Helter-skelter people will be running. And you'll run in such a way you won't look behind also. Why? You are running to safety. This is infidad. Allah referring to who? To who is Allah referring to? They'll run away from you. Without even looking back. Who is Allah referring to? Who will run away from Rasulullah wasallam like this? Allah is referring to none other than that group. That group, Allah chose them for the companionship of Muhammad This is that group that the Quran does not get tired of praising them. Allah describes their day, Allah describes their night. Kanu qalilam min ma yahjaun, wabil asharihum yastaghfirun. Allah describes them in such a way where Allah says, Kullan, 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 wa'adallahu al-husna. My Nabi, every sahabi of yours, it is my wada and my qasam, every one of them is a jannati. This is such a jama'at. This is such a jama'at that Allah says, Radiyallahu anhum wa radu'an. Allahu Akbar. There's one verse in Surah Muhammad Ghaliban. Allahu Akbar. We know, we all know the verse. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Muhammadur Rasulullah. What is the translation of this? Even a little child will know. If you say, read Muhammadur Rasulullah, what does it mean? Muhammad is the Rasul of Allah. Mufassirin, one tafsir is given of this. Mufassirin say this is da'wah. This is da'wah. This is a claim. And in one of the rules of eloquence is whenever there is da'wah, there must be dalil. Whenever you make a claim, ask the lawyers amongst us. When you make a claim, you must provide proof. Otherwise your claim carries no weight. Muhammadur Rasulullah. Allah says, Muhammad is my Nabi. What's the proof? What's the proof? What proof does Quran bring here? Walladheena ma'ahu. Walladheena ma'ahu. Walladheena ma'ahu. What does it mean? Only a Nabi could have produced companions like this. If you want to understand the proof of the nubuwat of Rasulullah Wasallam, look at the Sahaba. This is what Quran is telling us. وَالَّذِينَ مَعَهُ أَشِدَّاءُ عَلَى الْكُفَّارِ رُحَمَاءُ بَيْنَهُمْ تَرَاهُمْ رُكَّعًا سُجَّةً Allahu Akbar There's no time to go into the translation. Allah describes the Sahaba in such glowing terms. One aspect. يَبْتَغُونَ فَضْلًا مِّنَ اللَّهِ وَرِضْوَانًا Allahu Akbar What is Quran telling us? None of us None of us has the jurat or has the arrogance or has the allowance before death to claim to have ikhlas. I cannot say I have ikhlas in speaking to you and I'm not looking for your wawa. Nor can you claim to have ikhlas in listening to me. We read Isha namaz now. No one amongst us has the right to claim that I was mukhlis in that salah. Ikhlas will be revealed at the time of moth and death only. But when it comes to the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam, whilst they were alive, Quran comes down. Yabtaguna fadlam min Allahi wa ridwana. Oh my Nabi, your Sahaba have ikhlas. That they are motivated only by the desire to please Allah. Yu'thiruna ala anfusihim. Walau kana bihim khasasa. Verse upon verse, Quran describes in glowing terms 
the Sahaba of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. One place Allah says, "Laqad radi Allahu anil mu'minin." Oh my Nabi, without a doubt, Allah is happy with your Sahaba. This word radiya is past tense. And understand the rules of tafsir. When Quran says Allah is happy with someone, 14 centuries can pass, another 14,000 centuries can pass, the hukam of Quran will not change. If Allah says I am already happy with them, it means till qiyamah I am happy with them. So not one of us has a right to point a finger at any sahabi. They were not sinless. Ambiya was sinless. Sahaba made mistakes. Sahaba made errors. But you and I do not have the right to malign them, insult them, look down upon any one of them. Because Allah, Allah has already decided, husna. They are all jannatis and Allah is happy with them. Errors, mistakes they made for sabak, for lessons for us. And this verse, the reason I'm mentioning this, this verse which I just recited, فَبِمَا رَحْمَةٍ مِّنَ اللَّهِ لِنْتَ لَهُمْ وَلَوْ كُنْتَ فَضًّا غَلِيظَ الْقَلْبِ لَنْ فَضُّوا مِنْ حَوْلِكَ Allah says it was my great mercy that you were soft-natured, forgiving, compassionate towards your Sahaba. If you had been harsh and hard-hearted, Sahaba would have ran away from you. When was this verse revealed? When was this verse revealed? Mufassirin say this verse was revealed on the occasion of Uhud. What happened in Uhud? The false rumor had spread. I'm not going into the details. Time is limited. We'll terminate in the next few minutes. The false rumor had spread. The Na'uzubillah, the, the Nabi of Allah has become Shaheed. What actually happened? Rasulullah fell down unconscious. His Mubarak shoulder was bleeding. His Tut Mubarak became Shaheed. The metal of the helmet of Rasulullah penetrated his temple. Hamza was made shaheed. Musab bin Umayr was made shaheed. Seventy of the Ansar were made shaheed. In the face of such difficulty, many of the Sahaba ran away from the battlefield. This was a major sin. Kabira guna. Major sin. Firar min al-Zahaf. They ran away from the battlefield. And then when they realized their mistake, like I said, Sahaba were insan. You and I don't have the right to point any finger at them. Except Allah protect us if we want Jahannam. Because that is the mafum of the riwayat. If you will attack the Sahaba, that is the road to Jahannam. They, made, they were insan, they made mistake. They ran away, many of them. Then when they realized the mistake, they came back. They came back. What was the expectation in the heart of Sahaba? Allah's Rasul will be upset. Allah's Habib will be angry. He will scold us. He will take us to task. Wahi will come down. Some revelation will come down. How are we going to face the Nabi of Allah? One side is the sacred remains of Hamza. One side is the remains of 69 of the Ansar of Medina. One side is the bloodful face of the beloved of Allah. Hurt upon hurt upon hurt and they had abandoned him. Try and contextualize this. There would have been every justification for Nabi Islam to be upset, for him to become angry, for him to reprimand them. Yet, yet, history bears witness. May all our lives be sacrificed on the akhlaq of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Marhaba, marhaba, marhaba. Smiling. Welcome, welcome my sahaba. Not one word of reprimand.
Not one U, not one A, not one. And on this occasion, Quran comes down. Fabima rahmatim min Allah lintalahum. Oh my Nabi, it was my special mercy upon you that you were soft natured towards your Sahaba. Walau kunta fadhan ghalid al qalb. If you were harsh in your speech and in your nature, lan fadu min hawlik. They would have run away from you without even looking back. Fa'fu'anhum. He already forgave them. But Allah sends down Quran. Fa'fu'anhum. Oh my Nabi, forgive them. Fa'fu'anhum. Wastaghfir lahum. Allahu Akbar. Allah says to Rasulullah, on this occasion, forgive them and make dua to me that I also must forgive them. Fa'fu'anhum. Wastaghfir lahum. When? On this occasion, and today in the name of Islam, in the name of deen, we are justifying harshness, hard-heartedness, rigidity. Allahu Akbar, this is, this is zameen asman, heavens and earth distance from the akhlaq and character of Rasulullah. So read seerah, read the life of Allahu Akbar, Maize Aslami radiallahu ta'ala who comes to Rasulullah sallallahu ya Rasulullah. He says, Ya Rasulullah, I committed zina. In the time of Rasulullah sallallahu zina. Ya Rasulullah, I committed zina. Aqim alayya al-had. Let the order of Allah pass upon me. The sinner, the mujrim, the one who had done the wrong is admitting the crime. This is not just a rumor, he's admitting the crime. What is the reaction? No, no, maybe you just kissed her. You didn't commit zina. Mazanate, you didn't make. He says, Ya Rasulullah, I made zina. Second time, third time he admits. Then what does Rasulullah Sallallahu Alaihi Turns to Sahaba. Abihi Junoon. Does he perhaps suffer from having lost his senses? Is he a mad person? Is there some madness in his nature? He's asking Sahaba and Allah's qasam if any Sahabi had stood up and said, Ya Rasulullah, I saw madness in him. Abihi Sallallahu would have sent him away. They said, no Ya Rasulullah. He doesn't leave it. Abihi Sakran. Maybe he's intoxicated. Is he intoxicated? Sahaba say no. Then only Allahu Akbar. Try and this this is akhlaq. This is that magnet. This is Uswatun Hasana. This is how like bees were drawn to a honey. Humanity was drawn towards the akhlaq of Rasulullah. There is no room in Islam for rigidity, for harshness. There is no room. There is room for compassion, for kindness, for tolerance. Whether you are a father, whether you are a husband, whether you are a businessman, in every aspect of your life, learn the sabak of Rabiul Awal. Anoint yourself with soft-naturedness. This is the akhlaq of Rasulullah Wasallam. Otherwise, Quran says, harshness, what will happen? Sahaba would have left him. Learn faddu min hawlik. Learn faddu min hawlik. And what is the history behind this incident? Maize Aslami, when he realized his mistake, he went to Abu Bakr Abu Bakr, this is what I have done. What does Abu Bakr say? He says, Maize, Allah concealed you. Allah concealed you. So make Toba in concealment. Don't go to Rasulullah Today we hear rumor and already we are ready to spread false rumors. He is admitting, Abu Bakr says, Allah covered it, so can make Toba. He goes to Umar. Umar says the same thing. 
Then he goes to Sabid bin Hazal. Sabid bin Hazal says, go quickly and tell Rasulullah what you did. After this entire incident had passed and the Had had passed on Maiz Aslami, Allahu Akbar, Rasulullah sends for Sabid bin Hazal. Ya Hazal, Ya Sabid bin Hazal, Lo satartahu bithawbik. Lakana afdala mimma sanat. Nabi Salaam says to him, if only you had concealed him, if only you had advised him for concealment, that would have been better than what you did. Where in the light of this seerah, of this compassion, of this kindness, my respected brothers, is there rigidity for, is there justification for rigidity? Particularly in this period of age where the hearts are disunited, where the ummah is running helter-skelter, where we are no longer an ummah. Learn this lesson of Rabiul Awal. لَيْسَ بِفَضِّلْ وَلَا غَلِيظٍ وَلَا سَخَّابٍ فِي الْأَسْوَاقِ لَا يَقُولُ الْخِنَا More than several thousand years before the coming of Rasulullah ﷺ. Bani Israel are being told through their Nabi, My Nabi is coming. My Nabi will be soft-natured. My Nabi will be of soft temperament. My Nabi will not be harsh in his speech. My Nabi will not be rigid in his mannerism. And my Nabi will never utter any word that will hurt the feelings of others. This is Rabiul Awal. This is the sabak. This is the lesson. This akhlaq. This seerah. To adopt ourselves with this. To anoint ourselves with this. To, for the ummah to come back to the masjid. For the ummah to understand the shan of that Nabi. Few minutes after his birth. Qazi... Allama Shafi rahimullah mentions the riwayat. Few minutes after his birth, what does he do? He goes into sajda. He goes into sajda. And the last words as he is leaving this world, with his head lying on the chest of Aisha radiallahu ta'ala anha, 12th of Rabiul Awal, a Monday, just before the time of Zuhr, his chest lying, his head lying on the chest of Aisha radiallahu anha, few seconds left in this world, and as-salah, 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 O oh my ummat, never abandon your salah. O oh my ummat, never abandon your salah. Whether it's coronavirus, whether it's a pandemic, whatever it may be, never abandon your salah. Never abandon the masjid. Never abandon the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. May Allah Ta'ala give all of us tawfiq wa akhirullah. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahi rabbil alamin. Allahumma laka alhamdu kama anta ahlu. فصل وسلم على سيدنا محمد كما أنت أهل وفعل بنا ما أنت أهل فإنك أهل التقوى وأهل المغفرة اللهم عنا على ذكرك وشكرك وحسن عبادتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار اللهم إنا ندعوك الله وندعوك الرحمن وندعوك البر الرحيم وندعوك بأسمائك الحسنى كلها ما علمنا منه وما لم نعلم أن تغفر لنا وترحمنا لا إله إلا أنت سبحانك إنا كنا من الظالمين ربنا ظلمنا أنفسنا وإن لم تغفر لنا وترحمنا لنكونن من الخاسرين اللهم اغفر لأمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم ارحم أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم تجاوز سيئات أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم أصلح أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد أمة محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم اللهم اهد الإنس والجان اللهم افتح أبواب الهداية اللهم أخرج الناس من الظلمات إلى النور وجنبهم الفواحش ما ظهر منها وما بطن يا رب العالمين اللهم إنا نسألك حبك 
اللهم انا نسالك حبك اللهم انا نسالك حبك وحب رسولك صلى الله عليه وسلم وحب عمل يقربنا الى حبك اللهم اجعل نبينا لنا فرطا اللهم اجعل نبينا لنا فرطا اللهم اجعل نبينا لنا فرطا وحوضه لنا موردا اللهم احشرنا في زمره محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم واستعملنا على سنته واجعلنا من حزبه مع رفقائه يا رب العالمين اللهم اجعل اجتماعنا هذا اجتماع مرحوما واجعل تفرقنا من بعده تفرقا معصوما ولا تجعل فينا ولا منا ولا معنا شقيا ولا محروما برحمتك ومنك وفضلك وكرمك يا اكرم الاكرمين وصلى الله تعالى على خير خلقه سيدنا ومتعنا محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين الحمد